behind every interesting person is a great story. This is Person of Interest with Natalie Jones. And we are here. Hello, hello, hello to another episode of Person of Interest with me, Natalie Jones. Okay, so... Freddie Mac and I, my co-host on the radio here in Cincinnati, have started a new little thing where we do the after party, which is a podcast that we're releasing every night after our show around 7 p.m. And so today I decided to give you guys a little snippet of what we were talking about. And today we get we get into everything. We talk about racial issues. We talk about whether whether or not we think people are gay. We talk about sexual dysfunction, all of the things. I must preface this with Freddie was in a snarky mood today. Snarkier more than usual, and I think he was going on like four hours of sleep. Keep in mind, he just had a baby like five five weeks ago, so he's running on three hours of sleep every single day. I gave him a donut to make him feel better, and I'm not so sure that it worked. But anyway, here we are. Let's see, episode what, three, two? Episode two of 2021, Person of Interest. This week I got my co-host, Freddie Mac. Welcome to the after party, Freddie Mac. Hey, yo. We're here today. You know, I, I, this was not on the list of things to talk about. But, um, but what? Maybe we'll just cut this out. I don't know. I don't want to keep talking about it. Never mind. Go ahead. Obviously, you do. Well, I, no, I don't. But, I mean, it's just, it, it is what it is. Uh, a friend... A, a uh, an associate rather on social media. I'm just kind of skimming through like stories, and put a Morgan Wallen song on their story, <laughs> like 40 minutes ago. Really? Yeah. So it's kind of like when somebody does that to me, that says, "Oh, this is my stance." Oh, maybe that person didn't hear the story. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just playing devil's advocate all the time. You're, you are, and that's fine. That's fine. And I shouldn't care that much. It is what it is, yo. I mean, people are going to do what they want to do. I know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to help you not be so mad about it. No, and I don't want to. I don't want to throw labels on people. Even Morgan Wallen of yo, he's a racist. He made a racist comment, or he said something that isn't so nice. It's looked at as it is a racial slur. And I am black. But hey, he didn't say it to me, and not that that makes it any more any Don't more cut tolerable. Much, don't cut him that much. Slack. Yeah, I'm not trying don't to throw him any slack. bail necessarily. It's just it's if like it if you, you want to continue to support somebody like that, then all right, you know, hey man, do you? But yeah. that also lets me know where you stand. Yeah, at least I interpret it that way. Yeah, is that can I do that? Yes. Am I wrong for interpreting no, it? That no, way? not at all, not at all. And that could be that person's stance, and it could not be. But Morgan Morgan Wallen is a grown ass man. He knows what he's doing and saying, and whether he made a mistake or not, this side of him exists, and now everybody knows about it. And if it wasn't a big deal, then he wouldn't have gotten been dropped from his record labels, and he wouldn't be banned from radio and everything. So yeah. it is a big deal, and people are kind of blacklisting him now. Yeah, if you're just catching up, you're like, what the hell? What happened with Morgan Wallen? I love his music. Whiskey Glasses! It's my favorite song. Uh, he was videotaped by a neighbor across the street. And I guess they were even videotaping because they know who he is. And he got home from some party with some friends or something. And for whatever reason, was yelling to one of his homeboys who was pulling off in a truck and yelled the N-word to him. He's like, yo, take care of that or something along those lines. You can see the video on TMZ. But, um, yeah, so 
it just all hell broke loose after that video went yeah. viral of uh, Sirius XM dropping him, his record label putting him indefinitely, suspending him, ra- radio stations, country radio stations around the country, um, dropping his music, not, not not promoing any of his stuff. And man, he was he was at the top. At the top, man. He's and been breaking through the last like year, couple of years, especially the last couple of months. He broke like a streaming record. You did, and he's been under a lot of scrutiny the past year already. But still, his music was he was prevailing. Like, he was persevering and yeah. still super super popular, even though he wasn't like taking COVID with the SNL thing. But here's the thing: is we are currently riding a new normal. Right now, we're in the middle of it. And so this is just a new protocol and new ideas and new ways of approaching certain behaviors. So we're doing it right now. You got to do whatever you feel strongly about. Yeah. You deal with the issues uh, as they become. Mm-hmm. Right. So he, he his video of him saying what he said, hey, you get shut down. This That's is not is. acceptable. I see a lot of people looking at the companies or Nashville in general of like, this is not what we stand for. Mm-hmm. And a lot of artists like Marin Morris and and others have come out and said this actually is kind of the culture around Nashville and country music mm-hmm. on some level. There are black country music artists that get called in words in all the comments on Instagram or uh, by fans or the lack there or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just kind of a. We talked to somebody today. Somebody was like, "Who were y'all talking about?" We talked about this story on on the show. And she's, we said, oh, country music artist, you know, Morgan Wallen. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. This was a, her response. Yeah, a, a listener who called in. And just by saying he's a country artist, you're like, oh, yeah, duh. And then you It kind of made sense for her. It clicked. Yeah. But at the same time, though, I mean, we could really talk on this. Because at the same time when you're like, oh, it's a country artist, you kind of excuse the behavior. Like, oh, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not surprised. But it's, it's right. excusing the behavior in a way... I don't know. This is really complicated. I am white. It's you very are black. Complex. I feel like my, I don't know, my stance on it is really different than yours. I guess, you know, we think the same way. We've, we're on the same side, but coming from two different perspectives. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't really know. I know, bottom line, the right things to do and how to go about them and making them the right thing and tra- changing societal norms doesn't happen overnight. You know, mm-hmm. and by doing it all at the same while, I'm overwhelmed, obviously. I think, you know, too, uh, we've kind of talked about this, you and I, like, off the air, like, how you feel, um, like, you don't know what to say, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, you don't really know how to respond. You don't want to say the wrong thing and somebody look at you sideways like you're part of the problem when that- you're trying to help and be a part of the solution, yeah. right? Um. And I, I think you still have a voice as a as a white person. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I guess I think about it too much because everyone is so sensitive. I have been uh, my joking and my my humor um, just on like my personal Instagram has been taken the wrong way on something like totally benign. But still, it's like I don't. And right now, like I, I don't want to be taken the wrong way. But I do believe that if you are a good person, no matter what, and give everybody a chance and are a proud person and you give no matter what then like ultimately humanity that's that's the best thing to do no matter what does that make any sense i don't know i think i'm generalizing too much (laughs) ultimately be be specific just be a great person Uh, uh, what what okay what am i explaining again now i don't know you tell me Um, but you're you're i believe you for you as i believe that you're an advocate 
Yeah, one hundred percent. I see yes. you as a part. You're you want to be a part of the solution. You felt in some kind of way maybe silenced. Mm-hmm. You felt like you haven't really known. You don't really know what to say. I'm not gonna lie. I'm playing it safe. But you're kind of playing it safe. I get it. And, and there's a lot of people like you. There's a lot of people uh, that have that same train of thought of like, I don't want to say anything. Let me just not. I don't want to post about it. I don't want to say anything. I do post. And I do I do certain things, but I am not as sure. strong in my Natalie voice, a 100% advocate. And at one point in my life, I was for a long time. Mm-hmm. And now working in media and everything, I represent a whole lot of things. Right. And that you don't is, say that is one part. And that's mess. one part of it. That's one part of now what I represent. And I um, give it just as much to make everything equal. You know what I mean? Ultimately, I'm the funny girl who exercises a lot. You know? <laughs> but you can use your, and this isn't what you should be doing. I don't mm-hmm. want it to sound like that. But I think anyone with a platform or a, a in our case, the, the, the platform that we have, the microphones that we have, the, the, following that we may have can still use their voice for good and this is where i don't you know the words yes and this is where i think the fine line exists where especially with us where i don't want people to think that i'm not an advocate because i choose to entertain more so than advocacy in our day-to-day jobs i think that's a part a part of my job is to be an advocate or part of my I love doing that. But at the same time, ultimately, it's to entertain. Oh, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. It can't become all that about ba- that. Right. Yeah. And when that when that balance gets out of sorts is when um, I feel like that does happen. A lot of entertainment is when people are like, oh, whatever, you know, because ultimately, like we still got to keep rating so that the rest of the team does well. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. We got a lot of it's a total team. We all need each other. We so. can't talk about this in depth, like on the radio, like on the show. And I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. That's not, we're not That's news not talk. Yeah. That's not our job. That's not what listeners come to hear us talk about when it comes to, when it comes to the radio. So, you know, thank you for podcasts and, you know, other forms of communicating, social media, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. And I've always known that, known for you to be, even if you haven't said much, I know you to be an advocate. I believe you to be someone who wants I know you to be someone who wants equality across the board. Yeah. Sex, gender, race, all the all the things. Yes. Gay rights for sure. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just Well, I think gonna, it's, it is what it is, yo. I mean, hey. I know, but I'll be real honest. But this has been um on your mind in the past two days in two different instances. And <laughs> that's true, man. It and I'm watching like, you and it's like it's 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 it you it is affecting you. You need to talk about it. That's why I asked you what your form of release is. Right, and you I was know? saying I don't really have one, like exercising or drinking. But to, drinking is drinking like not to, a good one. No, 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 know? not that yeah. it's a good one. But a lot of people that is their yo. I need a drink. No, like, for sure. Pour me up. I'm getting drunk. Blah blah yeah. blah. And I'm gonna just you know numb all my problems sort of way. Um, and no shade to anybody who d- chooses that. Hey, do your thing. I know. Um, smoking weed or that's just not my thing. I, I just I don't run to the gym to hop on the treadmill or punch the punching bag or something. And maybe I should. Boxing. Maybe is, I should because I, I get I get helps. stressed out. We all do. Yeah. I'm not I'm not alone in that. We all get stressed out for a lot of different reasons. Um, but I need to find a way, to, uh, some kind of outlet. And talking about it helps. Hmm. 
so I'm thankful for for this uh, for this opportunity, and it's all again doing it in the right way and on the right platform. Yeah. Well, we here we talk about so, it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about sexual dysfunction next? <laughs> what a segue, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Natalie Jones, you know what? Sexual dysfunction knows no race or color or gender Facts. or size or age or anything. And I won't know any of those things either if I can't find my wedding ring. I don't know what I do with it. Oh, my God. I, like, take it off and I, like, play with it. I, like, adjust it back on and off my finger. But um. Oh, my goodness. Now I just realized, like, I don't know what I do with it. Probably left it in the studio. Pause. I was like talking, I was just like, what do I do with that thing? All right. Oh, fudge. I sat on my, my gimp leg here wrong. All right, so I found my wedding ring. It was right here in front of me. Who the hell would have thought? Thank goodness. Thank goodness. All right, so would you have it? What were you saying? We started talking about sexual dysfunction, which we can't start about. We can't talk about that, but. Okay. Sexual dysfunction. Mm-hmm. It's just been, I feel like I've been hearing a lot about it recently. Maybe it's because I've been listening to a lot of Bob and Tom and they talk about sexual dysfunction all the time. <laughs> Those two old men. Yeah, so they, they talk about erect, they talk about ED, erectile dysfunction. Yeah. They're like ads for it every five minutes. I bet. All right, let's talk about how I told you and my neighbor seeing my underpants. Whoa. Listen to this. So I share, long story short, there is a neighbor who keeps an apartment in my building. They don't live there, but they let me and other people use their laundry That's right. units, right? So we do laundry for free because otherwise I live in a building and have to pay for it. And it's great. They're great washers and dryers. But it's two floors up. And in order for me to go two floors up, um, you have to open like six different doors and you need separate keys for everything. It's just, honestly, it's really annoying. But it's free, and I do it anyway. Okay. And I water their plants. And one of the guys who does it with me, who also isn't in the group, he oftentimes, if I leave things in the washer-dryer, will just finish the whole load for me, or, like, put things in the dryer, even though I don't want anything in the dryer. And <laughs> including, like, bras and underwear and everything, and then bring it, deliver it down to my door. And I think he thinks he's being chivalrous. But I am like, yeah, don't go through my shit. I don't want you looking at my underpants. You know? Yeah. Does, um, okay, a couple of questions. Does he do it with a laundry basket? Or is he carrying it, like, holding it? No, my laundry basket. He'll put the stuff back in my laundry basket and then bring bring it it down. down. Okay, my other question was, are you leaving your clothes in the washer or the dryer or whatever uh, for like a, a ridiculously long time. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. I was about to say, like, does he have zero reason to be touching your stuff, <laughs> or like, does he? I mean, like a lot of times. Okay, because some of the machines can be faulty, and that's the worst. Or too. like the dryer, like, will stop. You know, and it was short circuiting a lot over the summertime, and so my schedule was crazy. So I'd get up at six a.m. to put a load in, and then it wouldn't be finished, and I have to go to work. And I'd be like, "I'm so sorry, all my shit's in there. Like, just wait." And he'd be like, "I got a lot of stuff to do," and I'm like, "I'm not going back till ten o'clock tonight." You know, so it started off like that. But and now, you give them like permission to move it if they need to. Well, like, if you absolutely had to, I'd be like, "All right, we'll just put everything back in my bag, or whatever." But then I started realizing, like, he like looked at my like underwear. Like your underwear, you don't want people to see unless you've been dating. 
for a long time. Or even if that, if I was dating someone, I would buy all new underwear so they wouldn't have to see any of the ones that my neighbor is seeing now. You know wow. what I mean? So, the, the it just so happens to be loads of laundry, too, that no one should be touching. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Me, if I saw somebody else's laundry, I don't, woman or man, somebody else's laundry is in there, I'm not touching it. Yeah, right? I'm going to just try back again later. Yeah. Just, and I mean, I kind of get, I somewhat understand his frustration. Say he goes in there at one in the afternoon. You're obviously at work or whatever. You're not going to be back too much later. He goes back and checks every couple of hours and still hasn't. Maybe. But I don't want to be touching somebody else's clothes. Right. Whether I know them or not. Like, they don't live in, They don't live with me. Like, it's not, don't, no. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been in an apartment where there was a shared laundry room. Oh, my gosh, man. It was a couple of times it made me, like, really mad. Like, the times I could understand it was when my stuff was in the dryer and it was done and I hadn't come and moved, came and moved it and took it back to my apartment. And some, so somebody took it out and put it on the table, mm-hmm. just my pile of stuff. I mean, it was underwear in there, but also I'm a dude. So it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Boxer briefs. Who gives a shit? But then there was one time, a couple of times, where somebody took my stuff out of the dryer before it was done. Like it must I must have just went down there and Whoa. put it in the dryer, went back up to my apartment and somebody cuz my stuff was still soaked and wet. And I came down and it was like on the it was in the dry it was back in the dryer as if I hadn't turned it on. No, 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 no. So no. somebody took my stuff out, used my cycle cuz it was a coin laundry. Used my cycle and I paid for them to dry their clothes and they put my stuff Actually, no, they didn't put it back in the same one. They put it in the one above that was broken, the dryer. Okay, that's all wrong. Soaking wet. Everything about that is wrong. Don't touch any uh, anybody else's clothes, period. No, it's wrong. I think I should say something to him. Especially He's... when you're paying for it. Oof. But in this case, yo, like, I'm a female. And I, I think you can kind of play that card of, like, that's kind of inappropriate. I don't know if you want to go that route. But it's just another card, playing card, you can, like, slap on the table of, like, yeah, don't touch my shit. Right. Maybe you don't have to play the female card. Just don't touch my stuff. But at the same time, like, I don't want to take my laundry to a laundromat. You know? Right. You shouldn't have to. Yeah. This is the the situation. You guys have uh, a little something, something going on here with, like, yo, we all use the washer and dryer here for free, whatever. And, um, yeah, don't touch my shit. All right. Thank you very much. I feel empowered. <laughs> yeah. You, you, should, you have every, you're definitely within your right. These are, you, these are your clothes. Right. Thank so you. you have a say so. All right, thank you. I'm gonna show him. But yeah, as an optional, Hold I'm on. a female. And also, <laughs> but sometimes I do like when my laundry stuff. when I like my laundry is just done in my house, like d- down at my. I'm like, oh, my laundry is delivered to my door. You again. like it a little bit. Sometimes I yeah. You just don't have to go get it out of the convenience. You got to pick a side here. I know. You can't have it both ways. Because, like, look how upset it makes you when. I actually think about it. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, you're like, yo, he was touching my. He was touching my underwear. He saw my underwear. He touched my underwear. He knows what all of my undergarments look like. Are you missing any? No. I honestly make a mental note every time. Like, I know. Do you really? Yeah. Because, like, if you start missing him a little bit, I mean, you got another problem. You think he's not. I mean, think he's in there. What do you think? What a creep. (laughs) If he's doing that. Hopefully he's not for your sake and for his, but gross. Come on, dude. Don't touch anybody else's laundry, man. If you, like send them a text or knock on their door if you live if you like shared laundry, but that is just disgusting and it's, it's disrespectful. Thank you very much. Period. I don't care who you are, where you live. Also, 
Don't post your vaccination card online. People are doing that. Their identities are getting stolen. Of course, don't post your vaccination cards online. Why do we even have to like say I this? I know. It's such a simple concept. You're not going to post your birth certificate or what's up, your social security card online. Why would you post any of your personal information? And I've seen some people on my timeline, like friends on Instagram and Facebook, posting theirs, like, oh, I got vaccinated, you know, that are health. A lot of them are healthcare workers, teachers. Yeah. Um, but they're putting their finger over their information. Yeah. But still, what, don't post it at all. Just put right? a status. If you want to tell people you got it done and you're happy that you got it done, you have every right. And I also, again, I can't tell you what to do with your social media. It's just my opinion. Just put a status of got my vaccination today. Yay. Don't post your information. Agreed. It's just very simple. Very agreed. Don't be stupid. I because I can imagine dealing with. I have some people. Some people I know that have dealt with uh, getting their identity stolen. You know, mm-hmm. credit card numbers or you know, it's just it's a hassle. You don't want to go through that. It is, and I and it's all through. I mean, because you, people are creepy. They're going to do everything they can to steal your shit. Don't do it, everybody. Even if it's your underwear. Mm, gross. <laughs> Gross. Hopefully not. Well, I know, but like one of my favorite pairs of underwear, I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. Mm-mm. You got to, if you don't want to say anything, here's another option. If you can just only do laundry when you're there. Yeah. I know that's pretty tough, too, because you're on the go a lot. But like you can I just immediately go it. get it. Yeah. Right? You don't have to leave home and stuff is still washing well, or drying. One of the benefits that I used to love about going to the laundromat was I would take everything that needed to be done, spend $20, That's and get it all done in one hour. Oh, an hour. That's not too bad. No, because you, 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 you do six loads at a time. Yeah, yeah. You can get it all and then finished. You'd, yep. And dry I'd, it all at the same time. Yep. You don't, you, do you air dry anything? Yeah. I'm an air drying fanatic. I, I air dry most of my stuff. That's also another thing, pet peeve, is that he puts all my stuff Every oh, pair of pants no. I own costs a hundred bucks. I don't. I don't. You know, all my stretch pants are expensive, man. I don't put any of those in the dryer. If you want to still have the freedom of just kind of coming and going and using this laundry, this shared laundry, yeah, you gotta say something. You know, I unless really you're going to be home to be able. I to know. Take I gotta care be better about it. Thank you for talking this out with me. A lot of things need to change about this. This is stuff that you shouldn't have to tell people. Don't say the N word. Right. Don't touch other people's laundry. <laughs> Don't put your personal information on your vaccination card on the internet. Like, come on, bro. You are in a get off my lawn mood today, but I like it. Kinda. I know. I don't mean to be, but. I know, you are. I, think I got that- noisy neighbors. Have some courtesy when you have neighbors. Add that to the fucking list. You are, and you're also going on lack of sleep with your newborn baby. I'm on edge a little bit. You are. Maybe I do need a drink tonight. I really think you do. I'm not going to lie. Just have a drink. Get some sleep. Even if you don't get enough sleep, taking the edge off, I must say. <laughs> I Right now, I'm currently not drinking, you know, but there are some get days. Get on the sauce, man. I need you. <laughs> there are some days when you really need to have a drink. You woke up the next day and, like, your brain is just cleared, you know? Yeah. I'm sure there's some benefits to it. I mean, you know, one time... Thinking of times where I drank to let off steam, I was dating this girl. Long, long story short, I was dating this girl. Months later, found out she was cheating on me with a with a married guy who slash her ex boyfriend, um, who had married somebody and had a kid or whatever. This chick is and the worst. So I, uh, I was obviously super hurt from it, and it was like a delayed thing. Like a couple of days later, I I I cried. 
I'll tell you a part of the story too. The week I found out this was all going down, friend of a friend, you know, small world, I found this out. But then um, I was supposed to be taking her to a wedding in Miami, a high school friend's wedding. High school friend, that's like family. So it's like, it's going to be quote unquote family there. And it was very special to me. Found out this, all this was going down. I canceled her plane ticket. You know, I pay for everything, by the way. Broke up with her. Went to the wedding. Had a great time with my family, family. <laughs> and um, flew back home. My dad picked me up from the airport. He's like, yo, how was it? And some, it just all kind of hit me. Like a ton of bricks. And I just bust out crying. Yeah. I was really hurt. Because you're going to a wedding, wedding celebrating love and... I wasn't married to this girl or anything, but like, you know, it's just you're around all that love Mm -hmm. and it's just you're not in love anymore. Or maybe I was and whatever happened. But um, fast forward, maybe a week later, drinking with some friends, drinking heavy. yo. I'm talking the jumbo margaritas, a couple of those, a couple shots of fireball somehow, uh, a couple other shots of something else, so on and so on. And like this was the big mistake. I I could hardly walk. But somehow I drove to my friend's house. Then we went to the. I went to the bar with them. Okay. I drove home. No. Should not. If I if I had gotten pulled over, like I would have got uh, a crazy DUI. I would have. I would have went to jail. I would have got a DUI. All of that. I would have went down that road. Thankfully, I didn't. Fell asleep in my car in the parking lot because I thought like <laughs> it, I lived in a loft. So I was like, the thought of me getting on an elevator. I was like, I'm a I'm a puke if I do it. If I get on an elevator, I could just think of the. So I didn't. I was just like, all right, I'm going to rest my eyes. <laughs> Three, four hours later. Wow, it's like, good. It's like, it's like five in the morning. Still drunk, but I was I'm so glad a little not, less drunk. I'm so glad you did not drive home. No, no, no. I I did, allegedly. Okay. I drove home. Hours later? No, no, no. Immediately. And then you fell asleep but in the car. But I fell asleep in the car. Gotcha. In the okay. parking lot at oh, my house. God. So don't drink and drive. No, uh, I, I regret doing that. No, and I'm no, glad no, no, nothing no. bad happened to me or anybody else for that matter. Um, but that was a time where I was very, I was at a very low point, and I'm not there now. Yeah, I just want to put that in perspective. But uh, I drank to excess, and subconsciously well, I was still to, upset about all this shit. Welcome to the world. I think that happens a lot. And yeah, there's. I think I kind of learned from that situation. There's a lot. no shame in that, you know. The I think risk it's really I was taken doing that was just okay. Crazy. I think that like you're so like sometimes I'm like you're not a human. You're like I did that once, and then I learned my lesson. I'm like, what? Have you not done this like 400 times? Like the rest of us, I feel like you're just so smart. You're you're like nah. Think about it. I like wasn't good. Mm. Uh, so I kind of think your sheltered life was worth it. Your parents did a great job. Well, because I learned my no. Well, it, it, hey, sometimes it takes more than once. It's true. That particular but time. That- I never drank that much again and drove, mm, mm. or like from that. I think your thing. big thing here is that you're getting this jumbo margaritas and drinking all that crap in them and mixing that with Fireball. That's a recipe for disaster. You just got to drink tequila straight That's and drink hangover. beer. Ask come on, come on, rookie mistake here. Yeah, but I'm sorry that chick cheated on you. She missed ah, out. Fucker. Long she ended up dating out. that guy. They actually he he got divorced from his wife and everything. They ended up dating mm-hmm. again and it didn't work out. I heard so. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's why he was married the whole That's how those things always go or whatever. They don't work out. They ruin lives, and then it just sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I think I learned from that, like, coping with alcohol 
It wasn't like, fucker, man, another shot. It was just subconsciously I, that what was on my mind. That yeah. was what made me drink so heavily. Oh, definitely for sure. I can relate to that on many um, levels. But yeah, Being it was stressed just like, and it like, didn't help. There's a fire inside you, for sure. Well. Thankfully, I'm alive to, to tell that story, but never again. Well, I also want to say that Nathan Lane turns 53 today. And you love this guy. I love Nathan Lane so much. He's funny. He's never played a character that I didn't absolutely love. Yeah, he's never played a character that I haven't laughed at. Oh my god, like, he's, he's so always been funny. funny. And I was telling Natalie earlier, like the first movie I remember seeing him in was um was Mouse Hunt. No, I've never yes, seen Mouse that. Hunt. This is 1997. I remember going to the theater with my mom to see this. It was like they had the mouse trapped in the old mansion that was passed down from like a dead relative or something. No, was it? And like they were trying to auction it off. Mouse trap, like the like. No, that... mouse hunt. No, and they I... were trying to find this this. Um, he played Ernie. It was two brothers, Ernie and Lars. Him and this other goofy dude, played by Lee Lee Evans. And I can't believe that he's only 53. I honestly thought he was a lot older. He's funny, man. Dude, the birdcage is when I was in '96. That's when I really fell in love with him. And but uh, yeah, happy birthday! Happy birthday to him! I just love—he's been on my mind all day, and he's such a lovable character. And it's been—it's been great. It's been bringing it up. Oh, I've never seen day. the birdcage. The birdcage is hilarious. Oh, I pierced the toast. He—he he and Robin Williams. Make it super, um, super amazing. And the thing is, he, um, he, uh, he's also in Sex in the City. He plays the gayest straight man ever in Sex in the City, which is super the fitting. Straight man, yeah, which is like super, super fitting. Damn, Lion King, Lion King, one and a half, Lion King two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um Timon. That's right. Yeah. How did I not know that? That is his voice. I yes. knew it, it always sounded familiar. Yes. I thought it was just because I've seen Lion King a million times. No, it's because I knew that <laughs> voice from uh, from Mouse Hunt. Yeah, I haven't seen many other movies with him in it. But yeah, he's always funny, man. He's he's a he's a great actor. I, I love yeah. him a lot. He's great in the um. I was kind of shitting couple. on Uriel. I was like, okay, why do you like Whatever. him so much? Yeah, no, no, he's, he's just great. great. Yeah, no, he's and great. I can't believe he's only fifty three. I thought he was a that's lot young. older than that. That's young. When's he gonna be in another movie? I hope so. Mouse soon. Hunt two. <laughs> I hope so soon. Wait, he's sixty five. What are you looking at? 65? Yeah. How did we just realize this? I don't know. Somehow I have written down 53. I must have read it wrong. Okay. 65 <laughs> makes a lot more sense. Yeah, he's 65. Okay. Wow. Cool. Well, somebody else is 53 on the list that I read next to him then. Okay. That makes so much more so sense. So in this movie, wait a second. He played the gayest straight man? No. In Sex in the City, he did. Straight says Sex in the City. Yeah. So his the premise of his character was... Um, Shoot, if I forget, this is all by memory, right? It was in Second City. He played like a beloved man of all four of the girls, and it was his birthday. And I think it was Samantha just assumed that he was gay, and she was like, "Oh my God, isn't he the gayest? He's the gayest straight man we know. Why is he marrying this woman?" And then she brings it up, and somehow he's exposed and outed, and it doesn't go well. And so I he was. What he was. Was his character on the show? Was he actually gay? I honestly don't remember. Or, I think no. Okay. I think he was straight. Because yeah. in real life, he is gay. Yes, right. Which I'm just finding yeah. out. Yeah, Devin Elliott is his uh, is his partner. Yeah. Sexy I was trying to make sure I understood sexy. like the gayest straight person or the straightest gay person. I always get it mixed up. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, explain. His uh, yeah, his character was like an obviously flamboyantly gay man, but he plays sure. a, but he plays a straight guy, and in in the show, he's like, because everybody has a friend. 
Yeah. That is so gay, but they are not. Sure. You know, and you're like, mm. well, hold on. And they have flamboyant characteristics, maybe, or something that somebody would be like, you're gay. They would be like, oh, yeah, for sure. But it turns yeah, out they're not. Yeah. Um, or just people that play gay characters. I mean, you just assume that they're gay. Like Eric Stone Street from, um, he plays Cam on uh, Modern Family. Mm-hmm. He's in the show, he's gay. Mm-hmm. And married to um, the guy who plays Mitch, Jesse uh, Tyler Ferguson. But Je- uh, in real life, the guy who plays Mitch is, is actually gay. Gotcha. But Eric Stone but Street Cam plays is not. like, he is, he, I guess you would classify him as the gayest straight guy because he plays the role very well. Yeah. I, I, that sounds kind of weird, like saying it out loud, but like, you you would be convinced that he was actually gay in real life, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was actually know. like a I football. I that's not offensive. No, right. he. I know. I was just thinking that. You, no, it's. I don't think so. He played actually Cam. His character in real life was like a quarterback in college, played football and everything. Right, but maybe came out later. Is that how it went? No, he's straight in real life. Uh, that's what I meant. Is that what I said? That's what I meant. The guy that plays Cam. Uh huh. Eric Stone Street is. Straight in real life. Yes. If I if I if I mix that up, my bad. But he plays a gay character, and so you're saying in real life he played football. Yes. Oh, okay. I think you were saying his character on the show played football no. earlier in his life. Yeah. yeah. We all mix up. We'll shoot. Anyway, yeah. happy birthday, Nathan. Uh, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. <laughs> sixty-five. And shout out to Eric Sixty-five. <laughs> Love you too. What a crazy one today. Yeah, man. What a day. This has been Person of Interest with Natalie Jones. And there you have it, episode two of Person of Interest with me, Natalie Jones. That was my co-host, Freddie Mac. If you like what you heard, like, subscribe, leave comments in the comments section, press all the stars, be honest, babes. I hope you're having a great day. Make yourself proud no matter what. And if you want to connect with us, email me at natalie at wkrq.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram. It's at Nat Jones with three O's, N-A-T-J-O-O-O-N-E-S, and Natalie Jones on Facebook. Thank you all very much. Whatever you do today, stay fly, stay proud.